Inside Westminster, Chapter 40, Feet Under the Table. I'm going to add Minister of the Union to my styling, chuffed potty in front of the mirror. That might stop all this talk about indie refs. Yes, yes, my sweet, chipped in Mandy. But have you invited those people for dinner tonight? Who? What? blethered Potty. I've been a bit busy, in case you hadn't noticed it, dearest. Never mind, I'll sort it out. But don't forget to be back by eight. People will be arriving then, and it'd be nice if you could be here before them. In her mind, Mandy had started her life as Potty's official partner, though she hated that term, as it sounded too much like the business arrangement it actually was. With his elevation, Mandy was more determined than ever to be Mrs Trudge Jones III, but to immediate issues like hosting her first at home. She intended to carefully select the eight guests so that she and Potty would shine above them all, apart from Ephemaria Quick, and she was on a different plane of gorgeousness. Her main aim for the gathering was to curry favour with Benedict. Keep your friends close and your enemies closer, was a maxim that had worked for her in the past, although in truth, Mandy had no real friends. She had realised that Benedict could be a potential thorn in her side, so he was definitely to be worked on. Since he was kipping down on the sofa in his office during the week, only going home at weekends, he had been pleased to be invited. Benedict had made it clear that his family were a total no-go area, so whoever filled the shoes of Mrs Morgan would not be coming. Under normal circumstances, Mandy would never have gone near such a beauty as Effie for fear of being outshone, but needs must, and Effie was to come in useful. Effie was also bringing that hunk Charles von Stratton, so Mandy would put him next to herself on the seating plan. Effie was definitely not being seated next to Potty, as he'd be falling down her perfect cleavage after two drinks. So the very plain girl who'd been shouted at by Benedict the day before would do for that seat. On Potty's other side, she'd written in her sister Tara, and on her other side, she'd put the rather good-looking, recently appointed special advisor, who was also overnighting on his office sofa. Including the shouted-at girl and her boyfriend, there was only one guest left to invite. It was getting a bit late in the day to expect folks to come with such short notice, but since Potty and she had become the talk of the town, most would feel honoured to be invited and would accept. But who else to invite? Mandy thought as she started to scroll through her contacts to see who would make a suitable guest for their soiree. She'd actually thought she might try and fix her sister up for a laugh. After all, the silly cow was 33 and must still be a virgin. How tragic, she guffawed, little realising that it was her own shenanigans that had scarred Tara for life. At 17, Tara had vowed never to have such a thing as a boyfriend, as all they caused were disasters and shouting matches between her parents and her wayward sister. And so Tara was indeed a virgin. She had amazed herself, however, by accepting Mandy's invitation to dinner extended over the surprise coffee date. What shall I wear? Tara quizzed. Oh, anything. It's informal, and dear old Benedict won't even bother to change his grubby jeans and T-shirt, Mandy replied. Who's Benedict? The monster who runs Potty's office. 
I've put you next to him, so please be nice, pleaded Mandy, and steer clear of politics, as he's got some pretty extreme views. Don't worry, Tara chortled. My knowledge of current affairs is zilch. Another thing that Mandy had ruined for her sister, as Tara had been unnerved by Mandy's fervent views, developed at university while studying politics. Mandy had swung between far-left and far-right dogma, attending rallies for ban the bomb and bankers need more pay, practically on successive weeks. Tara noticed that Mandy had plumped for the right of the political spectrum in her second year after dating a Darius Unsworth Fortescue. He came from a wealthy banking family and was what was called by the Swinton Eagles from the top drawer. Mandy had phoned him that morning, full of apologies at inviting him at such short notice. No problem, Cherie, Darius breathed down the phone. Anything for you. Mumsy would be all of a Twitter if she knew that Tara had actually met Darius and no doubt would be hoping that he would arrange a date with her, even though it would be weird to be going out with her sister's cast off. Angelica needn't have worried as Darius was only interested in head turners like Mandy and Effie. He was uber-confident and didn't mind that both were in relationships already. Somehow, he found already-taken women more alluring, which was a phenomenon he couldn't quite explain. Mandy had planned everything. Champagne on arrival handed out by some Downing Street underling or other. She loved the power her new position afforded. Starters comprised a melange of continental smoked meats with olives and artichoke hearts. The main course was a man-sized hunk of perfectly cooked steak with salad, and dessert was pavlova, always a firm favourite in the Swinton Eagle household. Everyone had arrived on time. Even Potty had remembered to get back at 7.50, just in time for a quick shower and change of clothes. Benedict had arrived first, looking spaced out from all the aggro he was facing from every possible direction, and Tara arrived looking quite reasonable, actually. Charles and Effie strode through the door looking like two film stars and so on until the room was filled with laughter and conversation. Mandy was looking forward to a splendidly successful event, her first as hostess with the mostess, until it transpired that the shouted-out girl and her rather wet-looking boyfriend were vegan. Mandy had been carried away choosing culinary favourites of hers and Potty's and had forgotten that not everyone was as keen in these politically correct days to eat dead animals. Oh well, she later recounted to Mumsy, who was in helicopter parent mode and dying to know every detail of her daughter's first official do in the flat above number 11. At least the sorry pair had olives, salad and pavlova. Angelica laughed with a feeling she had longed to experience since forever. Her little girl seemed finally to be growing up. Thank you.